0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why a lot of autistic and neurodivergent people, particularly autistic people, but this can apply to other neurodivergent people as well, why we don't like, uh, we don't really agree. um, It's not only that we don't like, it's just that we, we don't really agree with the concept of hierarchy and status and authority and all that stuff. And the reason for that is these are all um, very, very much social constructs. This idea, these ideas of of who has more status and who's, um, quote, accomplished more things, whatever that's supposed to mean. Right, because that's also a very subjective term. Like, what what is the measure, what is the measuring stick for accomplishments? Right, it depends on the per- who you ask. Um, you know, all this kind of like clout, status. Oh, this person, you know, is is somebody and has more relevance. Like, only based on like, you know, certain molds that they've fit or, you know. Whatever you know it's like it's very silly, it's very subjective, um you know, we don't understand it, we don't agree with it. The way we see things, and this is common with um something called pathological demand avoidance but, um see the way we think uh we see things is that we don't see hierarchy, we don't see power we don't see authority we see everyone as people and we are unlikely to do something if it if you phrase it in a way that's demanding that's like you need to do this you need to pick that up you need to clean that this you know starts with our parents or whatever like from an early age like you know you need to do this you need to do that then we're not going to the brain our brains are going to be more inclined to not do it if you phrase it in a way like, you know, I would really appreciate it if you did that in this, if you did that, and it would be really helpful for me if you helped out with this, then I'll actually most likely do it because then you're asking, you're like, we're on the same level and we're just asking, you're just asking me to collaborate with you on something. So yes, I can do that to help out because this is all for the greater good of everyone. So I understand. Yes, then it makes sense. But if you're just phrasing it like I have more authority than you and I want you to do this, then obviously I'm going to be averted to that. I'm going to not want to do that because that's just seems like you're using your power and using your authority and you know, you're having a little um, power, you know, trip or whatever you want to call it. Um, And I, I constantly experience this with people. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, also because I'm here, I just wanted to say how tired I am of people like, you know, giving people so much credit or so little credit based on like what they've done or who they are or, you know, who they are as in like, you know, basing who they are on like Whatever molds they've been able to fit, whatever neuronormative, capitalistic, subsidal molds that they have fit, um. You know, it's, it's just, and and you know, so like if you actually have, uh, if you pro, you have some, you have a project, but who knows, like you know, you you have a project and you're some kind of st- person with high status. Then people take you seriously, but you have a project, and you know you're just—it's your own little project, and you're doing it for yourself. You're not really caring what other people think. Um, and then people don't take you as seriously, and then people want to know like the goal and the mold, you know, and and whatnot, and the marketing and the trends, and you know, I have a friend that a dear friend that I really um, really love, but, you know, she is just way too sucked into this neuro capitalistic trendiness, and, like, marketing and trends and, and all this stuff, and I'm like, I think from an artist's perspective, I don't care what people think, and it's very funny to me, because this person and I both went through, a two-year intensive training program together and one of the main teachings in this training was to not care what people think and then I'm making a project and she almost ended up not being a part of it she was actually going to have a much bigger role and she almost ended up never she almost ended up not being a part of it and there was actually another classmate of mine who I am actually I don't want to even bash on this person because that person I should really bash on is this other classmate, and by the way, I'm not bashing on anyone, uh, the person I should really be critical of is this other classmate of mine, also went through the same training, two years, two years, all about let's, let's make our art, let's, let's not care, you guys have, like, not, our teacher was always stressing to us, like, to not care about what people think, like, the main, the core teaching of the Meisner technique, which was taught to us, is to not care what people think and and this person chose to not be in my film at all he told me this last minute and I had to scramble to cast someone else because he said that I shouldn't invest in the project anymore because he felt like it was a topic that people wouldn't uh, be interested in or people wouldn't want to watch and it's like people you get like these are supposedly actors who are supposedly artists who are supposedly dreamers And they're paying way too much attention to what people think. To these neuronormative marketing trends. I'm like, who cares? Go make art. It's art. And guess what? I made the film. And how many films do you think they've made in that time? Zero. And why is that? Why is that? Because they keep paying too much attention to these freaking molds. Because they could have shot something... I'd be... I'll be shoot. I'm shooting stuff on my iPhone. I'm shooting stuff on Zoom. And my friends are like more concerned about, oh no, but the trends and it has to be like this and it has to be like this. You want to know another go- um, main core teaching of our training? Is don't be good, be fearless. Don't be good, be fearless. And I've I've had, you know, and you know, it's like these same people have told to me that they, have said to me that they don't want to shoot stuff on iPhones because they want it to be like it look nice and so called professional or whatever. It's like people shoot movies on iPhones. Like that's your own prejudice against, you know, grassroots passion projects that aren't like fancy normative stuff, you know. And I'm so and I don't want to bash on this person and I care, you know, I, care about this person and everything, but gosh, that frustrated me. That frustrated me, and I have a hard time voicing things to people directly because I don't want to upset them. I don't want to hurt them because I myself have been upset and hurt many times in my life, but gosh, these things frustrate me. So, I don't know. This, a lot of you have probably tuned out by now, but, um you know, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something from it. Thank you to listen... For listening to my little rant at the end, because I I just had to put that in there, because it's stuff that's been on my mind. And sometimes the the best thing you can do to heal things and get things out is to record them and just get them out. In this case, I'm sharing it with the world, but you can also just keep the recordings to yourself. Um, and it's a good way of you know getting what you need to get out of your system without doing stuff that might um. Lashing out at people or whatever, or like doing stuff that might kind of um, come back and make things worse in the end uh, later. Anyways, that's a lot of rambling. Once again, uh, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. See you next time.